Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Your phone call is welcome at 869-1330. This is the John Whitmer Show on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. Welcome back to the John Whitmer Show on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS, Wichita's number one talk, sponsored by Wink Hartman and the Hartman Group of Companies. You can also listen to us by downloading the Odyssey app or by telling your smart speaker to play KNSS radio. And make sure you like and share the John Whitmer Show on Facebook. And, of course, follow me on Twitter at John R. Whitmer. That's the best way to stay informed on all the latest show updates. Well, with good reason, Americans have been focused on Afghanistan for the past few weeks. But we can't ignore that Congress has begun drafting and moving towards this $3.5 trillion reconciliation bill, a government takeover of our economy that would fundamentally transform our country for the worst. Joining us now to discuss this unprecedented government takeover, a spending free of harmful partisan policies, socialism, Green New Deal, et cetera, et cetera, and how this will affect Americans across the entire nation is Grover Norquist. He is a best-selling author. He's also the president of Americans for Tax Reform, a taxpayer advocacy group he founded in 1985 at President Reagan's request. ATR organizes the Taxpayer Protection Pledge. I have actually signed the Taxpayer Protection Pledge when I was a legislator, which asks all candidates for federal and state office to commit themselves in writing to the American people to oppose all net tax increases. In the 115th Congress, for example, 212 members of the uh, of the House and 45 senators have taken the pledge. Grover, thank you for joining us this evening. It's a pleasure to have you back on the show again, my friend. Wonderful to be with you. As, in fact, uh, as we were talking before you came on, it, uh, it's nice to have you back. Last time we had you on, we had the White House uh, band. I guess it was probably Marine Corps band or something like that in the background. Has Joe Biden had you over to the White House for any kind of receptions yet? I, I don't imagine. You- I, I think some of the invites may have been lost in the mail, but we keep looking. <laughs> yeah. I, he did not sign that, that tax pledge, did he? Uh, no, he unfortunately uh, didn't sign the pledge because he intends to raise taxes. Yeah. But he did lie and say he wasn't going to hit anybody who earned less than $400,000 with a tax increase. Uh, and we had testimony today. The Congressional Budget Office says that 25% of the corporate income tax directly is paid for 
by workers getting lower wages and lower pay increases. So when they want $2 trillion in corporate income tax increases, you're looking at $500 billion in lower wages for the American people. That's the congressional budget. That's the left wing position, by the way. Right. uh, More serious economists think it's about 70 percent paid for by workers who get whacked with lower wages. Uh, Whatever it is, it is not even close to zero. I'm so glad you brought that up because during his campaign, he did promise the American people he would not multiple times that he would not raise taxes on small businesses, on individuals. It was all about the quote unquote wealth tax. The tax plan that's now been proposed by Democrats contains several taxes on small businesses that completely violates his pledge. Correct me if I'm wrong. The massive tax increase they've proposed will give the U.S. a combined state and federal rate of 30.9% higher than our foreign competitors, including China. I mean, the developmental world has an average of 23.5%. So it puts us at an extreme competitive disadvantage, correct? Absolutely. Communist China has a 25% corporate tax. The United States has a combined state and federal of almost 31%. European average is uh, 23.5%, even lower than China's. We were the worst in the world under Obama and Biden. That was stopped when the Republicans cut the corporate rate down to 21%, the federal rate down to 21%. And you saw in 2019 alone, the median income for a family of four went up by $4,400 in that one year, a 6.8% raise because of the tax cut. When you cut the corporate rate, uh, then incomes go up. When you raise the corporate rate, incomes will be going down. Well, and the other thing that Democrats aren't saying, when they raise taxes on these businesses, what's a business to do? It's inevitable they're going to either raise prices or cut payroll. It's, I mean... It's just it's a nonsensical argument to think that they're just going to eat that cost. They're going to have to pass that on to consumers or on to their employers, employees. Right. And the American people know that right, we're not uh, stupid. Biden, Biden is so old that he remembers when he used to be, get a, be able to get away by saying, I'm not going to tax you. I'm going to tax corporations. Uh, we did a poll with Harris X uh, polling company, and we found that Americans understand that when you raise corporate tax, prices go up, wages go down. And the United States becomes uncompetitive with other countries. They understand all three of those things, all of which Biden wants to pretend doesn't happen. You know, the other thing that I wanted to ask you about, and we're just starting to get some of the the details, you know, the devil's in the details, as my mother used to say. Congressional Democrats plan to double the federal tobacco tax. And, you know, a lot of people think, oh, it's a sin tax. It's not a big deal. But that directly targets the poorest, the you know, vulnerable members of society. I'm not a cigarette smoker, but still, any tax increase is, is a tax increase. But particularly, that targets folks who are on a more fixed income sometimes, people who may be struggling. It's a $96 billion tax hike, right? It's even worse than you just stated, okay? It is a $96 billion tax increase on tobacco and vaping. So people who are 13 million Americans who said, I'm not smoking anymore. Instead, I'm shifting over to vaping, which has uh, absolutely no nothing that gets into your lungs other than water vapor uh, and and flavors. There's the the health 
costs are 97% less than whatever than cigarettes. Um, doesn't cause cancer. doesn't do emphysema. It's water vapor, for crying out loud. Uh, and they're taxing the people who are trying to quit smoking. 13 million Americans have quit or are in the process of quitting. They vape instead. When they banned uh, flavors over in San Francisco, youth cigarette smoking went up. <laughs> when they made it difficult to do vaping, youth smoking went up. And those are the experts trying to tell you how smart they are and that they're going to stop teen smoking uh, by attacking vaping. The absolute opposite happened. They're going to kill people with this stupid tax increase. Not just, And of course, yes, most people who smoke cigarettes are lower income. Very few people who make more than $400,000 a year smoke cigarettes. And he's just lying through his teeth when he says he wasn't going to screw middle-income and lower-income people. Yeah, no, we knew that. Unfortunately, they elected him anyway. We're talking with Grover Norquist, president of Americans for Tax Reform. Uh, you know, the other thing that I think is in these two infrastructure bills, and, and I use that term loosely, they're filled with, with pork and kickbacks. I, just, I was reading through, again, some of the details that are just starting to get out. $50 million for the Central Utah Project. Uh, $5 billion for low-zero-emission school buses, $21 billion for the clean energy demonstration, $75 billion, or million rather, for the Denali Commission, $14 billion for the Federal Communications Commission, $3.4 billion for the Federal Buildings Fund, uh, $3.5 billion for Indian Health Services. Grover, does, does any of this stuff actually lead to, you know, roads and bridges? I mean, it's, it's all kinds of pork. The reason why the Democrats call government spending infrastructure is that they know the polling says if you ask people, do you believe spending on infrastructure helps the economy grow? 50 percent of Americans say yes. Only 50 percent, by the way, 50 percent. If you ask them, does spending more money uh, make the economy, have the government spend more money, help the economy grow? Only 36 percent say yes. So you get 14 percent more people to like it if you call it infrastructure. So without changing what all this corporate welfare is, this is corrupt corporate welfare, you know, directed spending to your friends and allies and brother-in-law, um, all of this corruption, all of this spending, if you call it infrastructure, it pulls 14 percent better. And so the smellier it is, the more corporate welfare it is, the more they will insist it's really all infrastructure and they think some people believe that means roads, and therefore they'll allow a Democrat congressman to vote for this. But before the Democrat, your Democratic congressman or senator votes for this obscenity of a spending bill, you and I and everybody will know that those congressmen and senators know exactly what they're voting for and that they're voting to tax lower-income people. They're voting to kill small businesses, and they're voting to bail out their stinking friends with cash. Well, and I don't want to pick on Joe Manchin too much because we need him right now, but there's some major kickbacks for politicians tucked into the bill as well. The the bill grants a billion dollars, for example, for the Appalachian Regional Commission. Um, and it should be noted that West Virginia Democrat Senator Joe Manchin's wife is the co-chairman of the Appalachian Regional Commission. It's just, I mean, that's about as grossly obvious bit of political pork kickbacking as you can get. And I'm sure that's just one example. It's all throughout this thing. Yeah. Uh, you know, it is what it is. It's what they do. But I, I just, 
I'm, I'm glad the Republicans are standing up against it. And frankly, I don't, again, I don't want to pick on Joe Manchin because we need him to be opposed to it, too. Before I let you go, Grover, I do want to well, ask. Right. Yeah, I'll go ahead. Bet you he didn't ask for that billion. No, I you're probably right. A bribe, a bribe that was offered and they're just leaving it on the table. Yeah, no, you're probably right. Before I let you go, and this is unrelated to the infrastructure bills, I, I do want to ask you about Joe Biden's recent authoritarian and likely illegal vaccine mandate. Uh, it's just another example of the power grab that, that this president is trying to push. What are your thoughts? I mean, I, I have to think it's going to be found illegal ultimately when it gets to the courts. But in the meantime, you got nearly 100 million workers out there that are struggling. Now they may lose their jobs because they may or may not want to get vaccinated or can't because of a doctor's excuse or have a religious objection, right? They would like people to take the vaccine. The vaccine's probably a good idea for most people. But instead of saying, Here's what it does and take a look at it. And, you know, all the studies are up on the website for you to look at. They've taken this, eat your spinach, do what you're told. Yeah. It's very good for you. That's why we're making it mandatory. If, if all you're telling people is you're going to make it mandatory, you, you, you sort of said to them, you've exactly said to them, I have no intention of making an argument for you. I can't think of any good reason why you should do it. I'm not here to tell you it works. I'm just telling you you're going to have to do it. Everybody's antenna should go up and go, wait a minute. They are killing the credibility of the vaccine by threatening to, to treat it like it was a punishment for you. Oh, and by the way, if you take the vaccine, you still have to wear the stinking mask. Yeah. Because what? Because it doesn't work? Is that what you're saying? <laughs> well, that, the whole argument that, telling this. The whole argument that you have to protect the vaccinated from the unvaccinated, I thought the vaccine was supposed to do that. So you're right. There's a whole lot of that. And I think you're right. If, if you're that confident in the vaccine, then make your case. When you start forcing people with the stick, you get pushback. And that's the sad part of this. Thank you again for joining us this evening, Grover. It's, it's a pleasure having you back on the show again. If folks want to follow you on Twitter, it's at Grover Norquist. And of course, Americans for Tax Reform is ATR.org, correct? Yes. If you text the word pledge to 50446, tax pledge to 50446, We'll send you periodic reports on what's happening in, on this tax fight. Not a lot, but, you know, and not asking for money, but just letting you know what's happening. Thank you, my friend. I appreciate you. Carry on the fight, brother. You're doing yeoman's work. Thank you. Take care, sir. Coming up after the bottom of the hour break, State Senator Kelly Warren will be with us to talk about Biden's vaccine mandate and whether or not Kansas utility companies engaged in price gouging during February's cold streak. You're listening to The John Whitmer Show. Don't forget, taking your calls coming up here in just a few minutes. You're listening to The John Whitmer Show on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS, Wichita's number one talk. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. 
Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did.